Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Australia does it. So does the United Kingdom. So does New Zealand. In those countries, they teach drivers something called hazard perception training. In fact, in the UK, that training has been credited with an 11% decrease in new driver crash rates. Well, now that training could be coming here to BC. And given the complaints about the way we drive, it sounds like not a moment too soon. ICBC is looking into using that kind of technology for testing drivers here. So what would that involve? What does all this mean? Well, we thought let's ask the expert on this. And by that, we mean Steve Wallace, who's the CEO of Wallace Driving School. Hi, Steve. Hi, Sammy. How are you? I am good, thank you. So what did you think about this idea of hazard perception training? Um, well, BC's probably making the best decision they made for quite some time as far as driver education is concerned, but they're a little late to the party. There are programs such as Teen Smart for the teens, of course, and the Lifelong Driver, which provide neurocognitive training for those two groups. And it's shown in 49 jurisdictions. They've got 49 states in the U.S. that are using it right now. Um, and I think the only state that's not doing it is either it's Alaska or Hawaii. And I forgot the last convention they, they said which state wasn't, but I, I forgot which one it is. But um, what that does is it provides a program that reduces the crash rate up to 30% and the bodily injury rate up to 50% if used properly. And it's a hazard perception program. And I know because I was at a meeting with David Eby, the minister responsible for this, and with the owners of Adept Driver out of California. So I know they're talking. We put the two parties together and said, hey, we're using this at Wallace Driving School. We've been using it for a number of years. It works like a charm. You, sh- you two should talk. Okay, so, so what does that involve, though? Now. Yeah, what does that involve? Well, it's a program where you can actually go to your computer and you can go onto a site and you can actually go through streetscape situations, picking out hazards and making sure you make actions to avoid them. Plus, we transport that into the driving school car and go through a hazard perception lesson and a hazard avoidance lesson. So when people think, oh, what are driving schools doing? Well, I hate to tell you, you know, the vast majority of them are just doing parallel parking and prepping people for the test. But there's 50-odd driving schools that do the graduated licensing course. We're qualified to do that out of the 700 driving schools in B.C. We're teaching this stuff along with how to pass your road test. Interesting. So didn't we used to do this, though, as part of our driver education? Um, Not really. The graduate licensing program puts everyone into this learning phase where you do the L for a year minimum and then the N for two years. The problem that ICBC's had is they're the delivery agent for this particular item uh, as far as driver testing is concerned, but they've never been able to get the highway segment in in every case. So what they've been doing is 
the person goes for the road test after they've been practicing for a year, and they don't go over 50 Ks in about 90% of jurisdictions because you can't really get to the highway in North Van or in Surrey or other places and do this test in a reasonable time. So what they've been doing, they've been saying, okay, let's go for the test. We're not going to go over 50 Ks. But then in two years, why don't you come back and to get rid of the N, the first test gets rid of the L, the second test gets rid of the N, two years later, oh, now we're going to take you on the highway. Well, what happens in the middle of those two years? Yeah, you've obviously been on the highway during that time. Yeah, and uh, without any training and without knowing that when you triple your speed, it takes you nine times as far to stop, not three, and those kinds of things. Uh, where the only defensive driving you have is slam your brakes on and hope as opposed to go to the opening or the space that's available. So this whole process is um, well-established in the U.S., and we know in Britain, I know they're doing it in Australia. We had a fellow, I, I, I may have mentioned this to you before, at the last convention I was at in Baltimore, I had to give a talk to the driving schools in the U.S. and Canada, and the fellow who preceded me and was giving a talk to them was from Red Driving School, R-E-D. You can look it up on the Internet. He runs 1,500 cars in Britain. Whoa! And I said, hey, to the president, I said, you sit him with me at lunch. That's the guy <laughs> I want to talk to. So, I mean, we have got people who, uh, uh, you know, run a number of cars. In fact, a fellow from Michigan is visiting me tomorrow. He runs 68 cars, and he's the former president of the Driving School Association of the Americas. And I've got another lady coming up from Texas, and she does our programming section, plus she owns her own driving school. So she's very good at adapting what should be what should be serving driving schools because she owes one as far right. as programming is concerned. But, you know, getting back to this hazard perception, um, we know that... 49 states give insurance discounts if you can prove that you've had this training. And it works like a charm. We found a marked difference of people who do our classroom sessions and then go through this training program at home on their own computer. And I can tell right now, after being in this business for a while, if I'm in the car with somebody who's done this training, I can pick him out in 10 seconds. Are we particularly bad at this, do you think, Steve? Like when it comes to, oh, look at half a block up ahead, there's a child on the sidewalk, not sure if they're going to run out. Like, are we bad at this kind of stuff? We're just late to the party. And to be blunt, I've been blunt on your show before. I mean, the majority of the driving schools that you've got in Surrey and Richmond and Delta and some of the other places, I shouldn't say Delta, but, you know, some of the other places in Vancouver, they're no more than car rental facilities for the road test. I mean, if, you, if you're going to go to someone with magnetic signs on their car, you're going to get what you paid for, $30 cash under the table. Uh, you What you want to do is you want to go to a driving school that teaches the graduated licensing course. Those are the people that are head and shoulders above anyone else in the marketplace. And if you do that, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Right. I think what we get a lot now, having had two children just go through this process, uh, is you get taught the test. Yeah, yeah. You get taught how to pass the test, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, this, this is how you pass it. You, you want to parallel park, at which no one's been killed that I know of in the lately, uh, and then park on the hill. And, and yet not enough things. people know how to parallel park, Steve. Have you ever seen people well, try to do it out there on the street? Well, you know what? <laughs> the fact is that most people have given up and they do drive through spots at the mall now. So, I mean, they That's determine where they're going to shop because they, you know, they can't parallel park. But the, the key for us is if you are in a driving course and it's the graduated licensing course, you're going to be in a mandatory fashion. You're going to have to do the highway drive. You're going to have to do the evasive actions. You're going to have to do the confined spaces. So, and you're going to have to go to the dangerous intersections that are identified in your locale. So once you can get people who are very adept at 
making the left turn in, in front of oncoming traffic with the necessary gaps. 90% of the crashes, you know, are highway high speed yeah. and intersections. So if you concentrate your program on intersections and highway high speed, you get 90% of the, of the process licked. And the rest of it is just testable items that you may have to go through in order to qualify to get rid right. of the L or to get rid of the N. So, Steve, do you think any kind of hazard perception training that we do in this province, that's a good thing? If they can include hazard perception training within the envelope that they already offer, they're going to be doing a good job. The problem I have with ICBC is that they consistently want to reinvent the wheel, and that takes time. This stuff that is on the marketplace now in the other countries you mentioned, it's shelf-ready. Grab it. Why reinvent the wheel? Just grab it and use it, and we'll all be better off for it. All right, Steve, listen, thank you for your time on this. Anytime, Simi. Appreciate that. That's Steve Wallace, the CEO of Wallace Driving School. We were getting his reaction to the news that it looks like ICBC is seriously considering the kind of technology that would allow for hazard perception training for drivers out there, something that I think is sorely lacking.